Welcome to the Relentless Growth Podcast with Chris Goodman, where business owners and personal growth junkies just like you get their fix of tough questions and powerful coaching conversations so you can become your best, find your purpose, discover new levels of freedom, and lead others in their pursuit of relentless growth. Let's get started. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Relentless Growth. This is Chris Goodman, your host. Hopefully you know that by now. I just basically just woke up from a new calm session. And if you have no idea what that is or what I'm talking about, I brought this up on the last episode. And it's essentially an app and a device, a little sticker that you put on your wrist to get a power nap, a power meditation session in a fraction of the time. And I've been using this at the instructions of my friend, Rob Murgatroyd. He said, man, you got to try this. This this thing is increasing my heart rate variability, decreasing my stress, helping me sleep better, helping me have more energy during the day. And I trust Rob. So I went out and bought one. And the reason that I'm telling you this is because I feel like a million bucks right now. I feel great. And it also hit me that after spending 20 minutes in this new calm session and Waking up, so to speak, you don't really fall asleep all the time. But, you know, I got up and I was like, oh, that was right in the middle of my workday. It's a Thursday when I'm recording this and it was right in the middle of the day. And I thought this is wild. I've built something, my coaching business, where I can essentially take a power nap in the middle of the day and there's no repercussions from it. How many people on earth get to have that? That is so cool. I'm so fortunate. I'm so grateful for the ability to do that. And that's why I'm telling you right now, because I realized I didn't give myself permission for that all the time. I used to think, and this is why I'm telling you this, right? Some of you are right here right now. I used to think I got paid by how many hours I worked. I got paid by how much business I created, and that was my value. I was only worth what I sold kind of thing. And I didn't take time to really build the life or to even design the life that I actually wanted. For instance, to the ability to do a new calm or take a nap in the middle of the day. So it hit me that some of y'all need permission that life and business can be easy even if it's just sometimes, because don't get me wrong, sometimes my business gets very difficult or very unpredictable. Sometimes my life gets difficult. I'm not saying that every day is a nap and a walk in the park kind of day. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that what if it could be easy? And what if you didn't have to work 90 hours a week to make it? And what if you didn't have to be stressed all the time to be productive? So that's what this episode is going to be about. The the idea and the proof that I'm, you know, I'm walking proof of it. Several of my friends are walking proof of it, that at least in business, it can be easier than we think. And that sometimes we just need someone to give us permission to make it easy, to make it simple. So here's how you know if this episode is right up your alley. If you've been struggling with your time and you feel like there's never enough time to get things done, to get everything wrapped up in a day or a week even. If you feel like there's never enough money and you just can't get ahead, if you feel like you can't get enough off of your plate, if you can't delegate fast enough, 
or if you feel constantly stressed, overwhelmed, and burned out. And so for context, let me just let you know again that you know most of my coaching clients are high-level business owners. They are in a time crunch. They are in a place where there's not enough money. They are in a place where they're ready to delegate more and more off their plate. And they the stress that comes with that is very real in the moment. But what if it didn't have to stay that way? And that's what they start to experience in coaching is that, you know what? It doesn't have to be like this. It doesn't have to look like this all the time. Sometimes we just need to be shown the way, right? Like this is why mentors exist. This is why teachers exist. Sometimes we just need someone to show us or give us permission to do it a better way. So that's what I want to do here. And we're going to knock some of these out that I just mentioned, the time, money, delegation, and stress. So for instance, last week I was coaching a client, a CEO of an organization that has between 100 and 200 employees. And they were struggling because they wanted to take Fridays off. They had earned that opportunity in terms of they didn't need to be in the office to get their job done. The team was functioning very well. And yet there was still some drama there, some anxiety around taking the time off. And my simple coaching question was, well, what would this look like if it were simple and fun and easy? And they're like, well, if it were simple and fun and easy, I would just take the Fridays off. The team would do their thing and I would go do whatever I wanted and it would be fine. Now, that was a revelation. As you're listening to this, it might seem like, oh, duh, (laughs) you know, kind of thing. But you got to think that when we're trapped inside of a story, it's hard to see beyond the story that we're living in. I like how Dr. Joe Dispenza says this. He says, when you're trapped inside the jar, you can't read the label. And so that's what was happening with this client. He was inside the jar of this time off and Friday's off situation, and he couldn't see outside of how simple and easy this really could be. So we started talking about that. I said, well, just tell me about what that would look like if you ended up taking these three-day weekends. And they said, well, you know, the team would have to own their, their goals a little more because I wouldn't be in the office on Fridays to, to make sure that those were getting done. So they would have to kind of raise their bar a little bit in terms of their responsibility and their timeliness of getting things done. And I would probably have to work, be a little more focused Monday through Thursday to knock everything out. And so we start designing what's going to happen. And of course, as a coach, that's the plan, right? That's kind of the tactic there is to get them to start visualizing this so we can see what it might look like, how simple it might really be. And after we paint the picture, we can come back out of the visualization and go, oh, that's not so difficult. That's what I need to do. So by the time we got finished with this very simple visualization, right, they said, you know what? I just got to give it a shot. In other words, he got permission in that conversation to go test it out see if it would work. Here's what happened, how it actually you know, unfolded. Went back to the team and said, look, everybody, I'm thinking about taking Fridays off, but I'm also considering how to figure out how to help you take Fridays off. Because if I can do it, you can do it. So how do we make that happen? And he starts helping the team visualize what it would take to help them take their own Fridays off. How cool is that, number one, as a leader? And number two, it became very simple and easy once the leader gave them permission, once somebody gave them permission to keep it simple, to keep it easy, and even to make it fun, right? Because the goal wasn't to take Fridays off to go do more work somewhere else that was mind-numbing and terrible. It was to go live their life and go have some fun with the family or whatever. So when it comes to time, the question I want you to ask yourself and start reflecting on and answering is... 
where can I make it easy with my time? What would happen if I redesigned my calendar this week, made it simple, made it fun, made it easy? What would that look like? What would have to happen? What could not continue if you wanted life to look like that? What would you have to stop doing? And let's just see what that looks like and go from there. The next one I mentioned was money. Now, to be completely transparent, I don't think I've ever met anybody, I know I've never coached anybody, who has zero drama about money. I've never met anyone who has no money fears or limiting beliefs around money. This is normal, especially in Western culture, to have a scarce mindset, a lack mindset, a fearful mindset about money. So let's just kind of put that on the table, that it's normal to have issues with money in our culture. However, it doesn't have to stay that way. And obviously, that's a huge theme of the show, is to continue to grow through obstacles like limiting beliefs around money. And obviously, that's a huge theme of the show, is to continue to grow through obstacles like limiting beliefs around money. So this made me realize, like back in the day when I was in the corporate world, I didn't think that I could just go out and create tens of thousands of dollars in an hour or in a day or in a week even. You know, I thought I had to, at that time, work a lot of hours to create that kind of money. And I think I I mentioned this story on an episode recently where my brother told me one day, he said, Chris, you just don't realize you could create $1,200, $2,000 in an hour if you wanted to, in 15 minutes if you wanted to. You just haven't figured out how yet. And that really pissed me off. (laughs) because it challenged my current belief about the world and about money. And it was confusing to me. I was like, yeah, how am I going to do that? Or it might be easy for you because you've got this advanced degree or you've got all this experience that I don't have, or you have your own business. So yeah, of course you can go do that, but that's not me. And so my problem in my mind was, it was part of who I was. I wasn't the person that could, you know, snap my fingers and go out and create that kind of income reason I'm telling you that is I'm sure there are some of you listening to this, move the scale wherever you need to from $2,000 to $10,000 or $20,000 or $200,000 or $2 million or $20 million, wherever you are in your money sort of thermometer, you know, whatever a lot of money looks like to you. Let's start challenging what it would look like if it were easy, if someone gave you permission to make it easy to create a lot of income for you or a lot of income to give away to other people. My friend Chris Harder is brilliant about this. He is one of the most generous people when it comes to generating and giving lots of money. And I love that about him. But consider this in your own life, not not Chris, not either of the Chris's worlds here. <laughs> consider this in your own life. What would it look like if someone challenged you to make it simple or even fun and even easy to make great money? What would that look like? And I just had another conversation a few days ago with a, a coach who was struggling with their, their current rate, what they were asking their clients to pay. And they said they were charging $500 per month, and they really wanted to get to $800 per month. And for those of you who don't really speak coaching and you're listening to this, that's essentially, you know, three to four sessions per month, 30 to 60 minutes for that $500 or $800 per month. That's kind of the the financials we're talking about. And I said, all right, let's back out of this. Remember, she's in the jar. She can't read the label. She's in trapped in this 
jar in this story about her money beliefs and her limiting beliefs around her her rate for coaching. I said, let's zoom out of this. And if you could have fun making any rate you wanted in coaching, and it was easy, like these great clients came pouring in, what would you want to charge? And you know what she said? A thousand bucks. So we made the jump through that coaching call, which was only a half an hour, of $500 a month to $1,000 a month. And we started shifting those beliefs, giving her permission that it was not only possible for her to make $1,000 per month per client, but that it could be easy with a few subtle shifts in what she was believing. Believing things like the right clients always want to hire me. The right clients always want to pay me this because I'm worth way more than that. The right clients tell me what they need to get $1,000 or even $5,000 a month worth of value, and I'll deliver that. So a few subtle shifts changing this. Again, the whole goal here is to just give her permission to make it easy, to make it simple, at least make the goal straightforward so she can go out and accomplish it. And I have no doubt that within a couple of days, I'll hear back from her and she'll have already signed her first few clients at a thousand bucks a month, effectively doubling her monthly rate. That's not a pat on the back. Good job, Chris. That's a pat on the back. Hey, this, this works. This idea that once we give ourselves permission to design our life, to make it easy, to make it fun sometimes, we can go out and do that. Okay, the next one I mentioned was delegation. Many of you already own a business, have a team, have a lot of responsibility, and you're seeing just how complicated it gets when the responsibilities pile up on your shoulders. The only logical way out of this is to start finding leverage, to delegate these responsibilities, these tasks, these to-dos, these goals to people, to automate them with systems and processes, or to get help and leverage from some kind of tool. And I think I've mentioned before that where I learned this was in the the book called The Millionaire Real Estate Agent, one of the best business books out there. You don't have to just be in real estate to benefit from reading this. And it talks about how business owners, as they get further and further into business, they're more and more tempted to come out of their zone of genius and not delegate enough. But what happens to most of the people I coach whether they're men, whether they're women, whatever business they're in, it doesn't matter. What happens tends to be they don't want to start delegating because they're afraid they're going to lose control. Quality, timeliness, customer service, they're afraid they're going to lose something there, so they hold on to it, they grip onto it. And I'm saying they, but I've done this many times, but still keep learning where there's places where I can delegate better. And sometimes I just need someone to go, oh, you know what? You could just put that into a form. So here's a perfect example. I was working with a client who is phenomenal in startups, who's actually in on the ground level of Peloton, and he was really struggling with his time and delegation in one particular client intake process. So we start looking at it and I said, look, what would it look like if this was easy for a client to move into your work, into your world, and it was easy for you because you didn't have to spend a lot of time and bringing that client on? Just tell me what that would look like. And he said, well, I would have to improve the sort of screen that we use because it takes about 60 minutes to get them onboarded right now. We talked about this. I think it was less than 10 minutes, y'all. No kidding. And he came up with a new idea that helps him drop his time. He was spending 60 to 75 minutes per client, and he's dropped it down to 15 minutes now. Think of how much time over hundreds of clients over the coming years he will get to spend with his family 
with his hobbies, building his business, whatever, doing whatever he wants because he gave himself permission to go back and look at it and say, what if we redesigned this? What if it was simple? What if it was easy? What would happen then? Well, I would do X, Y, and Z. Of course, that's what he went out and did. So huge props to to that client. You know who you are. You know, everybody, this is the point about delegating. When we really pause to give ourselves permission to give away work, we not only make our own lives easier, but we create opportunities for other people. Here's what I mean. In that example, he can take on more clients faster now, helping more people in the world. That's a good thing. That's good for the economy as well. At a certain point, when his business grows enough, he'll need more delegation. He'll need to hire somebody. That's good for the world. That's good for business. That's good for people, right? There are higher stakes than just making your life easy involved here. So I want to be clear that there's there's several goals about giving ourselves permission. One of them just happens to be it makes our life easier. The other is it's good for the world. And just for fun, let me go the other way with that. What would have happened if he never gave himself permission to do that? He would have stayed trapped, grinding it out, burning too many hours each week, working far below his hourly rate that he's capable of making, not serving enough clients, not creating more opportunities in his business, and eventually, my guess is probably burning out or feeling overwhelmed, maybe even closing the business because he just couldn't take it anymore. Who knows? what might have happened if he didn't give himself permission to make it easy. All right, the last one I mentioned was stress. Man, I think at this point, stress comes up several times in almost every coaching call I have. We are a very high-stress society. We, we love to talk about how busy we are, how much we're getting done, how we're not getting enough sleep, how, we're, how there's never enough time. Like, we love, we're thriving on this stress. I, I wish I could shift this overnight single-handedly. It's going to take a lot of us out here doing some good work on stress to shift this. But what would happen if you weren't even stressed anymore? I don't know if you could hear me. I just knocked the table because I got excited about that. But, you know, what if you, I mean, who would you even be if you weren't stressed or if you didn't experience stress? Would you be yourself or would you be like some serene, placid person that you can't imagine? I don't know. It's very hard for me to imagine not being stressed sometimes. But here's my point. If someone waved a magic wand and gave me permission to never feel stress anymore, it would be very strange and foreign to me. That that existence would be odd. And therefore, our brain goes, I don't think that's possible. I'm not going to let that happen. So my clients, they're from all walks of life, all kinds of industries. And when, they, when they're building their businesses, they hit stress in different quadrants. Sometimes it's, you know, I'm going heavy into work mode, so there's stress in my personal life because I'm not there right now and I've got to come back and, and rebuild some things that I broke over here in the personal life. Or sometimes it's my personal life is great, but my business is suffering because I'm not spending enough time or I'm not thinking the right way. My mindset is off in my business. So the stress kind of comes back and forth from both the personal and the life side. So when I'm looking at this, like, what if we all had permission to make life easy, that stress would just be absent, right? And that can feel very foreign. So I want you to consider this in your own life. Where are you feeling tremendous amounts of stress right now? What would happen if you let go of that? If you just didn't even have to feel that stress anymore? You know, I've coached parents whose whose kids are having a really hard time and they continue to own their children's problems, even if they have no control over them. 
And I'll ask them, what would happen if you let go of this suffering, this stress right now? And they're like, well, I would, that would mean I don't care. I'm like, does that have to be the case? Can you care without being stressed? Can you care without being anxious? And they're like, well, easy for you to say it's not your kid. But the point is, what if we gave ourselves permission to just make it a little bit easier? Even if we let go of half the suffering, half the stress, what would happen in your life then? Who would you be then if you started to relax a little bit? Or if you started to work smarter and not harder and feel less stress? One of the best examples I can think of uh, about this is uh, one of my friends who's been on the, the show twice now, Andrea Crowder. She gave me some tremendous permission at one point to make taking clients and building things in your business stress-free. She was like, what if you just didn't have to name the program? What if you didn't have to build a sales page? What if you didn't have to have all this fancy copywriting or spend all this money in advertising? What if it was just easy? What would it look like? And she went out and did that. And if you're curious, I think she's got some podcasts on it. You can always find her information back on the other episodes of Relentless Growth where she was featured and ask her yourself. But this is this is so cool to me that she set the example of just going out and doing it. And she had, I believe it was a six-figure launch where she didn't have any of those, quote, stressful things. She made it easy. She designed it and she pulled it off. But that would not have happened if she did not give herself permission to make it easy. So what would happen in your life if you dumped some of the stress and you just said, you know what, what if I could just make this simple, fun, and easy? All right, if you've been following along, you have some of your own questions and hopefully some of your own answers. My encouragement to you is to look back here, whether you're just taking notes in your head or you're actually writing these down, what realizations did you have? about giving yourself permission around time, money, delegation, stress, maybe something else. What breakthroughs or ahas did you have? There should be at least one or a couple if you're really plugged in here. Now, the main thing is, what are you going to do about it? Right? It's great to just sit here and think about it, but that's not what's going to call it into your life to make it real. If you want to design a life of happiness, of fun, of freedom and productivity and changing the world or helping people or having a meaningful legacy, whatever it is you want, it's going to take some action. So my encouragement is for you to take whatever you got out of this episode and run with it. Run like hell and knock it out right now. And let's start just thinking about the possibilities. What would happen if you did that? What would happen if you did that week after week after week? How big would your life become? How much free time would you have? If you made big moves every week, would you have more freedom? Would you have more happiness? What would it look like? All right, y'all, I'm cheering for you from the sidelines here, from the podcast room in Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> you know, I am on your side, but obviously, if you want more help, if you want to get into coaching with me, you know, you can always shoot me a message here in the show notes, and we can figure out if we're going to be a fit for coaching. I'll also leave you with this little sneak peek. I am building one of those groups I mentioned earlier where we can, when I say mentioned earlier, that talking about what uh, Andrea launched, but this is going to be a little different. So if you're interested in working in a group format with me, you now have a sneak peek in terms of getting access to it. You can send me a message and I'll consider you before I even launch it to the public. So this will only be, uh, this will be a little secret between podcast listeners and me. All right, y'all cheers to your relentless growth. I'll see you next time. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Relentless Growth. If you're ready to start leading your life and business with a new level of passion, purpose, and relentless growth, go to goodmancoachinginc.com where you can join the email list and sign up for a coaching consultation right now.